Ready. So I have this oh, like pretty, that was like really big, <laughs> like the Chinese food, uh, yeah. like Chinese restaurant, like you know buffet. Tamashi, I heard of them. not Tamashi. Uh, what is it called? Hibachi. Yep. And I, you know, I, I go in there by myself because you know I'm a lonely guy. I don't got no friends. And they bring me to like the the back. Like there's this extra room that's like for parties or whatever. But there's extra tables there, and they bring me back there. And I sit down, you know, I'm like, whatever, it's kind of far, it's, it's, it's fine. I get my food, and the server, it, the waitress, is Hispanic. I'm like, oh, that's odd. Is it odd? That's, that's a little odd, you know, at a Chinese, I, yeah, because you'd think like a bunch of Chinese people work at a Chinese food restaurant. Yeah. Oh, in a, in a Chinese restaurant, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's, it's, you, don't want, you don't see other races working at Chinese food places very often and so i'm like well that's kind of odd and i have a headphone in i'm listening to like dungeons and daddies or something and she says something to me and i don't understand it and i'm like you know what you know i you know whatever she's like you know what do you want to drink pepsi whatever and i'm eating my food and i'm kind of looking around as i'm eating and getting up getting more plates and stuff and coming back that everybody in the room that i'm in is hispanic including the server that's that's serving me like everyone's speaking in spanish and stuff i'm like oh that's weird whatever we're in oklahoma wait did you crash like a birthday party well no no <laughs> there was a birthday party happening there in like there was like you know it was like older ladies in the back like there's like six older ladies and they're singing feliz cumpleaños and stuff um but anyways yeah so the server at the end like she brings me the thing and she speaks to me in spanish and I'm like, what? Like, I don't understand Spanish. What are you saying to me? I think they put me back there because they thought I was Mexican. Wait, they sat you in a different section or something? Yeah, they sat me in a section with a bunch of other Hispanic people speaking Spanish. With a server that speaks Spanish. Because hmm. they thought I was Hispanic. Should, how, do, how should I feel about that? Not that surprised. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never been profiled, so... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I do kind of look because I'm I'm very tan. I have the I have the the facial hair. I've been mistaken for like partially Hispanic quite often. In fact, like whenever I used to work at Sonic as a car hop, uh, people like people would speak in in Spanish at the at the board, and they'd send me out there because I <laughs> look like I can understand what they're saying. They did yeah. it as a joke, but it's but. It, I don't know. At first, I was kind of like, "This is very strange," but it, but then I thought, you know. It kind of makes sense because if they have a lot of like Hispanic or Spanish speaking people coming up there and they're having like this weird like language barrier, it kind of makes sense to have like a section for them or something. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, like a separate section that's probably just as equal as the other sections. Yeah, well, it, it made me confused because I was like, am I like making something up? Because that could be a huge coincidence that they just kept seating hispanic people in this one like designated room off of the off of the beaten path and then everybody mm. else was because there was people in the in the restaurant in the main part too like just families and stuff i don't know i have no idea did you, were your feelings hurt no i just i was just wondering if i was making something up or not like do you think that that's actually what happened to me well no i think it's uh responsible for private organizations to take language into account like the other day, uh, I was at my mom's house, and 
they were out. So someone rang the doorbell and I went to go check. And there was like three ladies out there Hispanic and they asked me if I spoke Spanish. And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, never mind then. They were, they were trying to convert people to their church, but apparently it's a, they speak Spanish in their church. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, in Oklahoma and, and obviously in Texas, but it extends to Oklahoma. There's a, there's a large Mexican population. So, like, there's an entire area where, like, all of this in, here in Oklahoma City, where like all the signs are in Spanish. It's really fucking cool, actually. There's like the giant, like a super mercado or whatever. Yeah, super mercado. Cool. I feel kind of hurt though. I mean, I could learn. It's like when you get excluded from a group, but then you want into it, you know? Yeah, but I was the opposite. I got put in a group, and I wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, let's get started. And I had just gotten what off of work, oh, so I was like wearing, you know, jeans, like not jeans, but like shorts and stuff. I was all sweaty. I just wanted some fucking chow fun, low main. Low main. Hello and welcome to Game Together Quadra Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co partner, Nave. Each pod, we play through Quadra Experience and relate to you, the listener. This game is the Colonel of call for something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Howdy. My throat hurts. Something's going on. I think I got tonsillitis. Oh, yeah, the tonsils. Have you had your tonsils removed? No. Oh. I haven't seen a doctor in like 23 years. Uh, maybe. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, it's like, I want, I want to be like, oh, no, go to the doctor. But then it's like American healthcare system, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, Nave, go, in, uh, go into debt. Yeah. Just for a little <laughs> while. Well, it's like, I hope you uh, get insurance from your job because otherwise you probably can't go to the doctor. Yeah, they have insurance for the postal workers, but like I forgot to apply for it. Like there was a window, like a, a for whenever I got promoted, there was like a one month window where I could just get oh, the man. insurance, like for no, like just with nothing, no strings attached. But now I've got to go do like physicals and shit like that, get blood work done before I get the insurance. And I'm like, oh god, I don't want to. Yeah, there's one thing about the military is they want you healthy, so like I don't pay anything for. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I don't pay anything for me and my dependents to basically just go to the doctor whenever we want for every little thing. I was going to say it sounds so nice, but it doesn't. I fucking hate the doctor. No, it's never fun. And we, I feel like we go more. Like, I go to the doctor so often, it seems. But we are a video games podcast, and we're going to be talking about the past within. Before we get there, let's check in with the games we've been playing. Nave, what have you been playing? The, the reverb is so strong in your in the room that you're sitting in. <laughs> I know. Okay, dear listeners at home, uh, I'm still on vacation, and there's nothing more embarrassing than recording a podcast in someone's house that isn't yours. And having to do that here, it's yeah. like, okay, I need to get out of the way from all the family, so then I go to like the back bedroom. But the back bedroom is just a tiny square room with only a few things on the walls and like a bed, just a guest room, nothing special. So it is uh, a vibrating box back here. You don't have any of those black squares, like the the foam squares? No, I mean, I used to have those back in the old setup, but after we ended up unloading the rest of our furniture from the move, we realized that we actually didn't need them to stop the reverb. Yeah, I don't know. My 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 apartment's one big open area, so. Yeah, you got uh, a lot adorable. of soft surfaces. You got a couch, a dog. Yeah, I got I to gotta have the dog near me so that it, it cancels out some of the screaming that I do. Uh I've been playing near the first one. Uh, Auto Tomato is still the first one. The Wait, first you, one. Did you buy it? Yeah, I bought oh, it digitally. Okay. Yeah, Philip still has my copy of Near. You don't need right. to give it to me anymore. Okay, <laughs> I that's just fine. have it now. Are you going to uh, get the thousand G's? I think I think I might. I'm very it's close. It's so good. But 
I am stuck. Do you have all thousand? I do. Okay. Account? Yeah. There's a lot of grinding you have to do. Dude, there's so much grinding. Like you have to max out all the a fucking like that's literally what I'm about to start doing. Like I googled it because I, I, I was I was looking for gold and I was like, where can I get this faster? And they were like, you can go to like buy the six dollar DLC and it's just like a a boss wave area thing or whatever. But like one of the areas has a bunch of boxes where you can like bust open and get a lot of materials. And I'm like, I'm just gonna buy that DLC. <laughs> Fuck it. I think it took me over a hundred hours to one hundred percent everything. Like the fit because there's like fishing in the game. There's the crafting side quest. There's all the bullshit side quests you have to do. Yeah, well, there's some really good side quests in this game. I know, I like them. I like them a lot. But uh, it, they're they're annoying. But like the, the the stories in the side quests are really good. Also, what I really like is the 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 dynamic between uh, main character and Weiss, the book. Oh yeah. How they're the always like book. bantering between each other, like it's it's really fucking cool. It really gives me Dragon Age Origins vibes. Like everyone's always talking to each other. I don't know. Like having the the little Navi assistant that's not annoying because like yeah. your guy is just strong. That's that's his big characteristic. He's just really strong. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's a fucking awesome game. Like I've been crying a lot the past couple. Yeah, of I was about days. to say away from the game or from yeah, the real from life. The game. It's a little bit of both. You met Emil and you met um, Kanye. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think your name is Kanye. It's close, though. (laughs) It's very close. Yeah, Kanye's real sad. Emil's real sad. Yona's real sad. Um, You are a sad boy. (laughs) I literally just beat Playthrough B. Like, just, like, maybe maybe an hour ago. And so, it was really cool. There is a point of no return. Yeah, I, I have I got a true achievements guide pop pulled up. Okay, just so, so you are aware. What really sucks is the guide. It, it's written very like verbose. Like I really enjoy guides where like it just tells you what to do in a very short, concise way, so that I don't have to read a fucking paragraph every room I go into because they're <laughs> like, all right, now you need to turn to the left, and now you need to do this, and now you need to do this, and it's like. It's like a. It's like you obviously need to do all of that. When you walk in the room, you see the door. You're like, okay, I probably need to go through the door, right? And then you see a box, and you're like, oh, there's a box over there. But it's like I don't want to miss anything, so I am just rereading paragraphs over and over again, just trying to make sure that I don't run past a weapon or anything. It's an achievement for getting all the weapons. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm a okay on that at this point. What's really cool though, like you beat the playthrough B, you you beat playthrough A, and then you restart and playthrough B like halfway through the game already. But now you can understand the 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 shades or whatever, and it's like, yeah. whoa, they're like, like and, and, screaming. Yeah, and you talk to you talk to not talk to like you, the the girl that's in your party. She, you have that whole dream sequence, the fucking the fucking novel that you have to read. You don't have to, but like it is so sad. <laughs> like it it's is. like up there with. Uh, the the memory the the dreams from Lost Odyssey it's like up there with that. I'm like, oh, no, Nier is really good. I don't know why he was like always in the four dollar GameStop bin, even though it is it's a masterpiece. It's fucking really yeah. I'm so glad that I decided to randomly just go back and because I was playing Nier Auto, 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 Automata. Fuck. And then, uh, I, I don't know, I was just like, I, I want to see the beginning, and I almost started playing Nier Replicant, which I know is like the first game. But then I was like, the game is digitally available for Xbox anyways. So, I mean, it's 20 bucks. I'll try it out. And then I'll play Nier, Nier Automata. And then maybe I'll go and play Nier Replicant sometime afterwards. Because I know, I think there's like differences, right? 
there is differences. But it's a fucking masterpiece. Like, holy, holy balls. I'm on playthrough C and I'm trying to do all the grinding on this playthrough. And all right, what man, else do you got? Or do you got another point? No, that's it. It's just, it's tearing me up. It is a very sad fucking game. So sad. Uh, sad robots. I, I was listening to uh, this podcast, Constellation, and they I think someone, I think it was David Jaffe brought up Marvel Snap, and it is like the five millionth time I've heard someone talk about Marvel Snap. And I also have a friend that's like, hey, you like Magic the Gathering, maybe you should play Marvel Snap. It's a card game. That's a card game. This is a card game. This is a card game. Card game. The card game. And then, so I, I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll just, I'll download it and I'll see what's up. And I've been playing it nonstop. It's good. It's a quality game. I just, I don't know. I got bored of it and moved on. Yeah, I can see that. I'm definitely like, I don't know. I'm never having like fun, but what I'm, what I really enjoy is just like making new decks and like fucking with that. You know what I mean? I don't really enjoy playing the game too much. I really just liked seeing that how the deck plays as I've as I've built it. I don't know, but I have, a, really I have like three like, decks that I've been swapping like, around. To do what? Like if you get like a perfect prediction on an enemy, you're like, I'm a mind wizard. Like I'm like, yeah. I bet he's gonna play a card here, so I can play a card here, and it's Spider Man version 1894 or whatever, and it's gonna do this effect, and I'm like, that'll be perfect, <laughs> and then it plays out, and I'm like, Yu Gi Oh master of games. <laughs> The, uh, I don't know. What was your favorite type of deck then? I don't think I played enough to get in that many variants, but my, my basically thing was just getting really heavy cards. Just really beefy boys. I don't know. Like everything oh. stacks. So, you know. Yeah. So, like, I, so the decks that I'm playing with, I have one with Odin. Which is it's on, it's an on reveal deck where everything like reveals and oh, does yeah. something I did cool that one for and a while. Odin like supplant, yeah. Odin slams them down. But the one that I've been playing with recently is a Patriot deck, where Patriot oh, never did that one. He says uh, every card that you have that doesn't have an ability gets plus two power, and so I'm playing with a bunch of cards that I'm playing with. Obviously, like most of the cards that are that are because the cards without abilities also are the pro- usually the most efficient with energy and power ratio. You know, yeah. So those are the ones that are like two power, five damage. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't have an ability. It's really cool. And I, but I also am playing with things like Squirrel Girl that makes the two Squirrel tokens because those Squirrel tokens also don't have abilities. And then it, I'm, I'm playing with, like, there's a girl that makes a tiger. There's a guy that makes a clone of himself, but that clone of himself doesn't have an ability. So normally that's four power, but now it's six power. And I'm doing stuff like that. And then I have a guy named Onslaught that says all ongoing effects in this spot are doubled. So it's like yeah. now it's plus four for everything. And what I've really realized is that a lot of the a lot of the little uh, areas that you get that get revealed that are bad usually – turn out to not be it nearly as bad in a Patriot deck. Like, especially ones that, like, spawn squirrels or, like, by themselves or, like, spawn rocks. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, because I don't you really mind bonuses rock. your rocks. Yeah, because you can throw, get bonuses on the rocks, too. So, I don't know. I've been being pretty successful with that. You play bots for a very long time, and I'm starting to play humans now. I know I'm playing humans because their names are fucking really stupid and like there's a bunch of numbers in them and they do really stupid things and I'm just stomping the fucking life out of them. So it's like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know what I mean? And most people at this like rating that I'm at, because I'm like just below gold, I keep 
I keep climbing all the way up, and then I'll do a cocky double snap, and then lose eight points, and then I'm like, oh, oh my god! I love the snaps. I forgot that was a thing, but I'm like, I can do this. Go for the double snap. Yeah, like because sometimes I, because I just don't believe in people, because I'm like, oh, these guys suck. Everyone I'm playing sucks, so I'm assuming this guy sucks too. And then I always wait for them to snap first, and I'm like, okay, good. Now I can get guarantee that eight. Because if I snap, I usually usually people just quit. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. They like, don't want to take loss. This guy's fucking cocky now, and I never quit unless I'm a hundred percent about to lose. I'm like, uh, oh, I'm fine. You can you can have this. Like if like if something fills up one spot, and then my other side, there's no way to get in more points. And so I'm like, all he has to do is just reinforce this third place, and then there's no way for me to win. I'm like, okay, whatever. But I don't know. I've also already spent like thirty five bucks on it. What? No. Yeah. It's cosmetics, Nave. Don't do it. Yeah. Well, it's too bad. Well, it's not cosmetics because they usually if they you get the cosmetics, but it's also like they give you the the points to upgrade the cards to like higher rarities, which is what unlocks more cards. So like I Yeah, but you get those materials just over time playing anyways. I just grinding matches. But that's the thing is I don't want to grind matches. My favorite part is like messing with the cards. So I just want oh, cards yeah. faster. I can see why you might do that then. Cuz it's like I'm playing the game and I'm like, "Oh god, I just want I just want these stupid dailies to get the experience so that I can upgrade these cards so I can get different cards and make a new deck. That's all I want to do. I wish all of the cards were unlocked right now." Yeah, but it's then that weird would give me in a card game. Do. Yeah, I don't know. Like it's tough anytime. Like we were talking about before uh, like, man, my cards just suck. Like, I want to just give me more. Because, like, if I would jump into my games, I would blame. I just started Mega Man Battle Network EXE 1, which I think is the first in the series. But their naming scheme is a nightmare. I'm playing on my little Game Boy. And turns out the game's pretty good, Nave. Yeah. We've, ta- we've talked about it before. Uh, but it's in, like, my, my the first, like, real battle you get in. I look at my deck, and I'm like, oh, it's a card game. Because I didn't know it was a card game until I actually got into it. And I started playing. I'm like, dude, all these cards are trash. Why do they give me such terrible decks? I can't wait to customize things. And then I'm talking about like, oh, they give you trash in the beginning so you can upgrade it. You know? Yeah. Like, I've already been playing for like, I've been playing for like an hour, if that. And my deck is already like completely different. And I feel like it's much more efficient. Yeah, I don't know. I miss the. I'm sad that the Battle Network game skipped that. That one just randomly skipped Xbox for some reason. So, I'm debating on getting it on the on the on the Switch if I ever finish some of these Final Fantasy games that I already bought, and also Zelda, and also, you know, Fire Emblem, all those fucking games that I bought on the Switch and I haven't touched because it's on the Switch. Well, you know that goes right into like if, I, if I'm going to skip around a little bit, my backlog buster. I finished Final Fantasy One. The Dawn of Souls Game Boy Advance version. Nice. That's my good? game. It's actually quite good. It's so funny because like maybe it's because I played Stranger Paradise, which is literally a retelling of Final Fantasy One, but it is so similar. Like they they did not go off the beaten path that far. And the Game Boy Advance version, I don't know what the original is like, but the way they do the armor and the images and everything, I'm like, oh, that's the ninja armor. Like they literally just seemed to upscale it for Stranger of Paradise. It did so good on Stranger of Paradise compared to this Game Boy Advance version. 
like how they stay true to the spirit of the source material. I, I don't know. I really had a good time playing it. What's really funny that you bring that up, Stranger of Paradise, is that like everyone's talking about how Final Fantasy 16 is like not a good Final Fantasy game and stuff like that. And they're like, if you want a good Final Fantasy game, you oh, gotta no. go to Strangers of Paradise. And I'm like, <laughs> where are these people coming from? Like, like I, when I when we reviewed that game, everyone was everyone hates that game. While we reviewed it, like that was the synopsis. And now everyone is like, we need to go play Strangers of Paradise. That's a real Final Fantasy. Like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking good, but I mean, I don't know. But it is an old game, Final Fantasy One, and there is like the part where like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So I looked up a guide, and I specifically searched for a minimalist guide that is just like bullet points. It's like go to the town on the northwest continent that's called Macadamia Nut or whatever, and I'm like, oh, okay. And it's like talk to the guy by the tombstone, and then I was able to. I don't know, like beat the game in bullet points if I didn't know what to do, which I really appreciate because it's like, I don't need a full dungeon walkthrough. Once you get to the dungeon, buy your way to the end. I don't need any like step-by-step directions. But dude, that last boss, you fight chaos as the final boss. And even at level 99, I lost to him like three times. Like I was like full level, like I grinded out max power and it was still like kept you on your toes. It felt like Dragon Quest Souls of a Different Age or whatever that game was called. The Xbox one where it's like the secret boss of the end. Even when you were max level it would still be your ass. But I beat him and I feel I feel good about it. Definitely gonna start on two after Battle Network or something like that. Taking a break from the Final Fantasy. I've been on a JRPG kick. Like I just wanna play JRPGs. There's a lot of them out there. Like, my little Game Boy can emulate PlayStation 1 games, and I know there was a lot of JRPGs on PlayStation 1. So I, I want to get into those, because I don't think I touched any of them. So that's Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, that, that one's on there, too. But I have the remake on... Not not the remake, the um, remaster on the Switch already. But I, I played the remaster on Xbox as well. I don't know, I'll probably play it again in the classic, I don't know, view and see... <laughs> See what it's like. You won't. You're gonna be like, oh my god, I can't fast forward. Fuck this shit. No, it it does fast forward. Like it has like R2 and L2, and usually like, well, I guess PlayStation One. I don't know. Like you can set like the first one. You can like fast forward. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe there'll be there'll be something like that. I don't know. Maybe the snowboarding won't suck as bad, or whatever that weird mini game was, because I think sucked on the Xbox. You only had to do it like once. Yeah, I know, but it still sucked. All right, <laughs> backlog busting. I also finished the Pass Within, the game of the week we played this way, uh, week for my 53rd game. We're flying through them now. Now, Dave, this is enough game talk because while I've been playing Final Fantasy 1, you last week you talked about the Chris Chan documentary. Yeah. And I started listening to it. I'm now 30 episodes <clears throat> in. And these episodes are usually 40 minutes long at least, they are yes. long. And they all have like a million views minimum, which is insane. Like you should, you would expect to see an incredible drop off as the episodes went on, but it's incredible. <laughs> this 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 guy should be this guy should be a millionaire for what he's contributed yeah. collecting so, all of this shit. I definitely wanted to talk about this because I didn't know anything about this before. Listeners at home, this is our like serious content warning. Like this seems to broach every apprehensible subject i could think of 
dude, you you just wait, man. Just wait. It's gonna get so much worse, man. So Chris Chan is a autistic, highly functional autistic uh yeah. male who needs a boyfriend free girl. And his his thing is like whenever he was in elementary school, his psychiatrist identified them that he probably wouldn't make it through the school system and probably would never have a job or anything. They basically said like, he's not going to make it whenever he was like two years old, his babysitter locked him in a closet or something for a couple hours. And then he didn't speak again until he's six years old. His parents seem neurotic. They're, they're hoarders. They also, they're in their own world. So they seem semi neglectful in a lot of ways to Chris Anyway, skip ahead. Chris is now in his 20s. He really wants a girlfriend because he's a virgin. He starts back whenever he's like in high school, maybe. I don't know. At some point, he started writing a comic book. This is all relevant. Yeah. This is all well, awesome. so the reason <laughs> we're explaining this poorly. It was it was in high school because he was in a uh, like a video arts or whatever class. And he wanted Sonic and Pikachu in his presentation, but they wouldn't let him use copyrighted stuff in his like video. So he combined them so that they weren't Sonic or Pikachu. That's how Sonic Chu came about. Yeah. Was he he and, did it for that class so that he could have those two things in his video. So he begins producing Sonic Chu, which is it looks like a children's drawing, but worse. It's it's really bad. And internet trolls end up finding him after he just keeps putting this out there and he starts doing like daily updates on YouTube, like a vlog about himself, but he's autistic. So he has a lot of struggles. He's very, he seems very disabled. He is internet trolls then start bullying him, harassing him because he just keeps doxing himself. He puts out his phone number, his address. People are calling him all the times and night, messing with his family. And they end up forming like a collective community around him that, is just there to semi harass him. And it is insane because this community then has like branches in it where some people are harassing him. And then some people get like trolls remorse and they start life coaching him. Yeah. And they try to get him to clean his room. They, they try to get him to get, get new clothes, job. get a job. They line him up oh, with interviews mom. at target. Yeah. They, Dude. It's so weird. Isn't it just, it's such a surreal thing to experience. Like looking through all this. They try to set him up on how to talk to girls, try to get him dates. They take him to karaoke and they go drinking at the Applebee's. So these guys are like internet bullies. Half of them are like helping him sometimes, but then they also get mad at him because this guy is a raging homophobe racist. Yeah, he's a fucking terrible. It's it's so weird, weird, man. Oh, he's also a woman harasser. I don't even yeah. know how to describe like a sexual, sexual harasser. A sexual predator, yeah. He's a predator, and but he's struggling so hard in life and living in such squalor that people are doing all they can to help him. But then he comes back and is just always, oh, he's always bashing the gays, Jewish people. Yeah. God, I, I don't even like. I get like mental da- damage doing the gymnastics of wondering oh oh, how God, is this dude. gonna go because every step of the way is so confusing. It's literally harming my ability to like do the podcast and interact with people because I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm so self-aware that I'm like, oh my God, am I doing this? Like everything they're saying to him, they're like, you got to clean your room. And I just look around my room. 
I'm like, oh my god, I gotta clean my own room. And they're like, you gotta, you know, I don't know, like all these people saying the saying the things to him. I'm like, oh my god, I do that. Oh my god, I, I, like I'm just looking at my own hands, like just trying to fucking. Oh am I a Christian? Am I doing this? Yeah, all the comments too. We're always like, we all have a little bit of Christian inside of us. That's probably what makes it so compelling is that you understand some of the thing, like some of the things he's feeling. It's just that he doesn't, he can't, like, he just can't articulate what he's trying to fucking do, and like he just doesn't have the ability. Sometimes he seems unable to learn as well. Like he has multiple conditions. It seems he seems to have facial blindness. So trolls are literally able to approach him or send him photos that do not ref- like reflect the same person, and he won't recognize people. Yeah, and so it's, that's it's, that's it's a struggle. Uh, that and uh, he doesn't learn whenever like he gets he loses his accounts on everything all the time. Yeah, it'll be like his PlayStation Network account gets hacked every other day, and then they will make a weird blackmail thing for him to basically get it back. Yeah, which that was one of the hardest arcs to get through. Was what is oh, it? Black the blue, blue spike. Blue spike. The blue spike a, era. It was blue a thirteen-year-old boy. So fucking hard to get through. That was. I was pretending to be a girl, and basically blackmailing him along while pretending to be a girl. Like also, that's the other thing is like he has sweethearts, which is also just yeah. so cringy. Which are just girls that will spend more than two minutes talking to him, and then he basically. I don't know. It's it's so bad. Links down below. But it's terrible, yeah. I, you're further than me. Can't stop. What? Oh, I passed you. Yeah, I'm on 25 yeah. and you're on 30. So you're you're about five hours ahead of me. There's but a problem. Likes- is, I know there's lore in the future, though. I know there's a house fire at some point, and I also know he goes to prison at some point. But always, That's I'm waiting so for it to happen. Future. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Lord. Yeah, dude. It's crazy because it's like you can summarize most of the first like 20 episodes in like a couple of bullet points. And it's it basically is true. Like this is what this covers. It's like the same things over and over and over again. But eventually the cycle is broken. I think we're we're at that point right now because the original cycle or the original saga was like, you know, Goku shows up. He fights in base form. and He powers up to Super Saiyan. That's not enough. He goes Super Saiyan 2. In this, it's like Chris Chan meets a new sweetheart. He then gets tricked because it's obviously a female troll. She try to, tries to help him or coach him a little bit, but ends up getting mad at him because he doesn't change. He doesn't listen. He's just ruining his life and other people's lives. He makes racist comments, and then he makes a sexual comic about Sonic Chew sometimes whenever he feels like the inspiration <laughs> hits him. And then, oh, God, like I don't know if you're there yet because there's so many points – Oh, then his evil twin, or not evil twin, shows up. His um, Liquid Chris. Liquid Chris to his yeah. solid snake shows up and is a yeah. better Chris than him. And then after Liquid Chris is defeated or moves on with his life, Asperger Chew shows up, which is Dude, yes, another Asper evil Asperger Chew, which is a <laughs> electric hedgehog Pokemon with Asperger's, who's who apparently like that one's like the if you're gonna read any of the comics that's supposedly one of the better ones. Yeah, well, that one's literally a parody of Chris. Like Asperger, she's supposed to be Chris. Okay, so it's just Chris's life story. Which that's yeah. the problem is like Chris. Like the reason the Sonic Shoe matters is because he uses it as a medium to like explain his life from his point of view or just express himself creatively. 
So he uses like real people, like his sweethearts at the time. He will put them in his Sonic Chew comic with him in there as well, where they get married and stuff like that, which God, that'd be one of the creepiest things ever is whenever he puts in like a wedding between this girl he's never met except for on the internet. It says, this is me and you getting married in my Sonic the Hedgehog fan art. <laughs> or he makes like a little big planet level for them. <laughs> I'm like, hey, this, oh, is, God. this is incredible. It's and insane. he hates Xbox. It's so yeah. funny. You mean he hates Xbox them. for the center yeah. console? Dude, he... <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, that's, that's... Xbox is what picked up the pieces of Sega during the during the, what is it, the sixth generation so it's, yeah, so it's like incredible all the that... games came to xbox like launch console for like sonic the hedgehog 08 and stuff like that like god he is so out of touch with reality like right now he is his name was, he made a fake account called like jimmy johns or something like that <laughs> and he he is creeping into the inner trolls forums and like message boards even though they know it's him so he is in there they like reading know. their stuff. They all obviously know it's him. And so he's in there like messaging them, them and he, convincing him to like, hey, so you need to gather information. And he, like they were talking about like just messing with him, saying that they were going to go uh, like steal his dog's body that's buried in the backyard. But he pops in there and he's like, hey, Jimmy John's here. I tried to go steal the dog's dead body, but then I saw the ghost of a dog and an eight-year-old Kristen Chandler that stopped me or something like yeah. that. He comes up with an insane story. But right now he's in the middle of doing that and the trolls are just baiting him. Like they told him that they managed to hack his PlayStation 3 so that anything they download from the – or he downloads from the PlayStation Network will have a virus on it. And Fry is PlayStation, so he's scared to download games on his PlayStation now. <laughs> oh, this is this is before where they convinced him that they set up a listening device on his PlayStation, but it was actually the Wi-Fi adapter or Wi-Fi receiver antenna or something like that. So they made him remove his Wi-Fi receiver, which then disabled his Wi-Fi. This poor guy is such an he's such an idiot. I don't even know how to describe Every single time he starts to feel bad for him, he does something terrible. Like he calls someone the N-word or like he talks about oh how how gay people should be in hell and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my, we're trying to, I'm trying to feel bad for you, dude. Dude, the fucking, really early on, there's a, there's an arc where his dog dies and he writes his dog into the comic. And I, I cried. Dude, that I was cried so sad. For him. That was like I, the best writing he's ever dog. done. I'm like, are are you kidding me? This like the the tribute he put for his dog in his comic. I'm like, oh my god. And then he t- and then he puts in his next comic him like having sex with a real life person. And then she's oh like, why did you draw me into your comic, Chris? And do that to me. That is awful. And I'm like, dude, you this guy's unredeemable. Like, there's something. Dude, he's such an idiot. Fundamentally so, wrong. Recently, he went to like a social meeting or whatever. Oh, that was just like the noble lo- yeah, local neighborhood. Is, recently, he's talking about in the episode he's in because Christian. This Arden, episode that came out four Slugger. years ago, and yeah. the actual occurrence was back, you know, four years before that. So this occurred yeah. eight years ago. He went to like a singles meeting in his local convention center or something like that. He met a girl and they became kind of like friends. They weren't like dating or anything, but he started online. He was calling her like sweetheart and everything. Eventually, the, the wallflower. Trolls, Are you talking about wallflower? That's a, wall, wallflower, yeah. What is that? <laughs> Wow! Like, what is going on? And she didn't know about the online stuff. Yeah. So eventually, the trolls this like 
well, let's say they found out who she was. Christian would just put her information out there. And the trolls, yeah, doxer, the trolls looked her up and they warned her. They were like, hey, you need to look out. Like, this guy is like dangerous, you know? And then she ends up going online, seeing all the information, and then formally requests, like, do not contact me. Do, like, stay away from me. Yeah, I'm literally right at the beginning of that, where uh, he, like, he's like, every single time she's like, I'm going to this concert, you can come with me. And he's like, okay, cool. And I'm like, hey, look at that. He's going to go out. And then he keeps talking about, like, trying to get her as a girlfriend. And she's like, actually, I'm going to just go with another person. We'll hang out. Yeah, oh, God, he's so. Why? Why, man? So bad. Dear listeners, home, this is just like a wild roller coaster of a, of a ride if you go and listen to it. Because it's, there seems to be good days for Chris, too. But then there are horrible days. Because in the background of all these like major troll happenings, he is constantly being harassed by endless phone calls to his house. Because there is such a massive community of people abusing this guy. And he is just like suffering through it. But he is also... Because of his condition, I guess, he is immune to emotions, it seems, where he just like he never seems to actually laugh or really cry or get upset or anything like that. He pretends he is like a cartoon character that this is happening to. And he is just like voicing these fake emotions. And it is so weird to watch because he's in a fantasy world. And the trolls are also pretending to be in this fantasy world, too, where they're the big bad trolls coming to get him. When really these are just like seem to be some random guys that are getting their rocks up on this. I don't know. It's it's insane the steps they go through. I I just like I can't wait. I, I wonder what episode he maces the GameStop employee. What? That happens? Okay, yeah. I just got to the episode where he dr- he drunk drives to the local game and hobby store and gets out, tries to take photos of the the owner's daughter. And then oh, gets in his oh. car, drives into a parking lot where he is then arrested by the police that happen to be patrolling the parking lot as he drives into a dirt mound or something like that. <laughs> Dude, alcohol was terrible for him. Like, he didn't drink for a long time, and then that contributes a lot to the thing. Yeah, so, like, they changed the color of Sonic's arms so that it's, like, flesh-colored <laughs> or it's blue or whatever. And so he gets so mad that he drives to GameStop and maces a GameStop employee because of it. Because oh, because no. Sega changed Chris. something tiny about Sonic's arms. It's that's the kind of person that we're talking about here. Oh God! Oh, and then oh, he thought his God. The problem is he's so naive and gullible because of how he is that nobody's protecting him. Anybody that tries to protect him, he ignores them and pushes them out of his life. It's like his yeah. parents are old and struggling with health problems. They're barely hanging in there. He basically just seems to avoid them completely because, by the way, he is broadcasting everything in his life. Yeah, like, this it is, is the all most documented there. person on the internet. Like all his emails have been hacked and shared around. He has he posts YouTube videos daily about everything he's going through and all his feelings, everything he did in a day. It is a nightmare. And <laughs> God, it's like he goes to church and his church pastors are like, "My dude." Here's what can help you. Just get offline. Then he comes back and he makes a YouTube video. All right, guys, I've decided that I'm going offline. I'm leaving YouTube behind. I'm moving off my life. This is goodbye. He is back two days later with a review for the new Fast and Furious movie or something like that. <laughs> like it yeah. doesn't seem to stop him. Or one of his sweethearts will officially just 
you know, disappear or fake their own deaths just to get away from him. And then he's already hitting on another girl a, less than a day later. It's it is terrible. insane what he goes through. He and it has all been attention. cataloged. Yes. That's just it. This is the this is the game he wants to play. Yeah. And you can't stop him. Yeah, they tried so hard to help him so many times. Oh my god, there was one recently on um, autism I say recently, autism awareness day, uh, where he came out and he was speaking out against any care for autistic people. He was like, they should just be just mainstream them. Uh, there shouldn't be any special education. Just put them out there, teach them some coping skills, but they should just be out there. Cause that's what I did. And I turned out just fine. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> Nightmare. Yeah. Well, it's been absorbing our lives. Yeah. That, I only bring it up because like while I'm playing final fantasy, while I'm playing Mega Man paddle network, I'm just hearing this guy sing 80s rock songs in my ear while he's wearing his his man sports bra, God, it is <laughs> <laughs> oh the sports bra art, sports bra oh, art, man. Because he wants to work out because he has dangerously high cholesterol because he only eats like pizza and cheese or something like that, <laughs> and so he's dying himself. Probably has like undiagnosed diabetes or something like that. So he tries to work out. So he ends up buying sports bras so he does his boob zone jiggle, but. He ends up just liking them, so he just wears them. Foreshadowing, even though it foreshadows, so he just doesn't Dude, wear them so or doesn't much work out. Foreshadowing in the in this in this shit, like it's so weird having like just tangential knowledge of this guy and then hearing something like, "Whoa, is it happening already?" And they're, and they're like, "Nope." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." I know, I know how this ends up. By the way, uh, he has um, real gender issues, like unresolved gender conflicts, where he seems to hate males. Uh, but he oh, yeah. he really wants a girlfriend, but he you haven't gone there yet. But in his Jimmy John's account, to prove that he thinks all the trolls are gay, also. By the way, he thinks that, <laughs> he thinks well, it's all gay they keep people buying ad space on his website and putting gay shit on there, and he's like, "Please <laughs> stop putting all this gay porn on my website." God, he, he wrote like a whole backstory about how he turned gay <laughs> at like summer camp <laughs> in his fake account. And it, meanwhile, the trolls are just like watching this. And they're like, are you kidding me, my dude? Because like, that's, the, that's the only way he can convince them to let him in is to tell them about his gay past. So he writes like a whole <laughs> fan fiction about how gay he is. God. Incredible. All right. I don't know if I have anything more to say about Christian. Anything for you? Yeah, it's just awful. This is what I've been playing near in the background is this going on as well. Blasting over oh, my God. fucking sound bar so my neighbors can hear it too. <laughs> the part where he just defends child pornography? Oh, Are you no. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anytime, anytime he opens his mouth and says something, I'm like, Chris, no. Chris, no. <laughs> it's, he's not a good person. That's the That's the moral of the story is that. God, and so many good. people coach him. It is insane. Like, there's hours of phone calls between multiple yeah. different people, even the ones that are against him. Like, the guy who invented Aspergue yeah. sits down with him and spends hours basically explaining to him, like, 
hey, this is the copyright laws. This is what's going to happen. Like, you can't actually do this with – this is a problem with Sonic 2. Like, yeah. Also, like, you can't – He tries yeah. to put ads for Coca-Cola on his website to cover up the gay stuff, but, like, then Coca-Cola DMCAs his website. Did they actually? Or is it yeah. was it just the uh, net mod doing it? Oh, I don't remember actually. It might have just been people fucking with him, but I think maybe because he lost he lost access to the website for a little bit too, and then I think they just oh block him out to mess with him every once in a while. Yeah, I don't know because like they they also the trolls cr- have created a playground for him. They've given him multiple websites to post on and to edit and pretend to be like a, a big famous comic book writer, just yeah, for them to also him, lock like, him out and stuff. Yeah. Like he's got so much fan art because this whole community, it's it's beautiful. This community has come together, but it's a nightmare how they're harassing this guy. Well, it's so weird because he loves it. Like this is what he gets up every day to do. And he's just completely oblivious to that because they're constantly like they're giving him like air quotes, like compliments, but they're actually like sideways insults. You know what I mean? But he thinks that they're complimenting him. He doesn't understand, so he's like, or he's being oblivious on purpose. I don't. It's like it's so Ooh, weird. I didn't think he, about that. Because he, he he understands when people are being mean to him, and he feels rage. He get he <laughs> <Yeah. he's> like, <laughs> he feels rage. So I don't know. Yeah. And some of those I don't. I like. I'm. I'm. I. I just got out of the art. The broken PlayStation camera arc, where like his cam- camera's so <laughs> fucked up for like three months. After he karate chopped it. Yeah, yeah. And he and always is flicking. throwing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh, and that's the other thing is like everything is so homebrewed. It's like he's using a PlayStation Eye as like a webcam, and it's terrible. And he's using his webcam mic, and God, he has no video production skills, but makes so much video content. He made a cover of uh, what song was that? I can't remember, but he called he he made a cover that where he's like a virgin with rage, and then he sang it at karaoke oh. one time. Oh no, it's I wanted that way. I think I think that was because he's like I want a girlfriend, but I'm just a virgin with rage. Yeah, it's like an in sync or a Backstreet Boys song. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. God, just the phrase "I'm just a virgin with rage." <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh, he came out against abstinence too. Like he, God, he takes such weird stances. Oh my god, the nine eleven arc. Yes, the the nine eleven, and everyone was pretending to be a marine. Like the he, there's this one girl who was there for a long time during the Liquid Chris saga, and he talked to her dad, air quotes, who was a marine that had his grandma died in nine eleven, and they're <laughs> he just pulled her body. It. He pulled her body out of nine yeah. <laughs> And meanwhile, Chris is like, "I'm so sorry to hear that. I didn't mean any disrespect." He's like, "Well, you did disrespect it whenever you drew Sonic Chew crashing into." The Twin Towers well, or no. something. He, so what, so the- what he did was it was uh, one of the trolls at that time. He was saying that his life was going to come crumbling down around him like the Twin Towers during 9-11. And he drew the Twin Towers. He drew 9-11 like, or he, it was a picture. And then he photoshopped the guy's face into the towers. On the Twin Towers? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the, the Clyde Cash. Yeah, villain. yeah. By the way, oh, it's my, like he pro has so many super villains. Yeah, it's like, it's like all these the heels come out of the woodwork and they're like, oh, Chris Chan, I'm finally going to take you down as they like rub their hands together and they just they talk in dastardly voices. 
God. Yeah, and some of them are really mean to him, and I don't really like those guys. No, but some, some of them, them just let Chris because if you just you just gotta prompt him, and then he himself will self incriminate. He self reports like a rogue AI or something. He's just yeah. out of control. <laughs> oh, it's God, terrible. He, God. I, I Which, love by the way, ChatGPT. I think it's ChatGPT, but you can like prompt them to choose between two things now, like as as like a program, and it'll explain why it chooses the one thing. And there's some really fucking funny things that people are prompting him to uh, say. Yeah. I've seen uh, like with ChatGPT, you can like tune its. I think they call it the warmth or whatever. It's like how deep does the thoughts go whenever it, like shares it. So you can have it be cold, where it will just drop like one line answers. Or you can have it be really warm. Well, it'll it'll write a novel about why it selected something, and it'll yeah. go for miles about why the sunset in France is the perfect way to decide if you're gonna have, I don't know, linguini or Alfredo or something like. It is weirdly detailed. Dude, uh, J- uh, Doug Doug plays uh, a pajama Sam game. I, I watched and- the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, dude. This with, he makes chat. GPT, I was laughing. Dude. Like I'm laying in so bed funny. next to Jana while she's reading a book, and I'm over there watching this guy play Pajama Sam with a word generator. And so there's like the, it keeps it like it would go. It goes ee! insane. And he's like, ah, <laughs> just screaming at him. The longer the eye lives, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like Arcadius, the uh, dark lich mage, that uh, the wizard. That's, <laughs> he's, he's like, no, Sam, don't talk about Arcadius. It's only going to make you more crazy. Yeah. Sam, number fifteen. God, yeah, we had to put him down because he yeah, had to keep was. rebooting the software because it was getting more and more unhinged. But he forget he would forget to include the information that they have. How many brothers they had? So it's yeah. like, oh crap, eighteen doesn't know that he had. 17 brothers. He only thinks he had 16, so we got to kill him. It's so fucking stupid. Dude, I love the speech at the end. With It was like number 21 or something like that. It was like, <laughs> uh, I want to thank our adventures, and I, I can't wait to set out as a detective to finally figure out what happened to all my other brothers and adventures. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. And Christian well, is really not good. No, it's, it's so hard. I can't. It's like true crime. Like we talked about before, like it's like true crime, but the crime hasn't happened yet. So you're just waiting every every episode where it's like, what what is it going to happen? I thought it was going to happen whenever he drunk drove to the local game and hobby store and started taking photos of people, but that wasn't it. Do you they gave know, a warning. Do you know yeah. the end result of this story? No, like I've heard that like he's oh in God. trial or something. He yeah, I mean I I don't. Uh... I don't know. I'm I'm going to see how far the the most recent one that came out. It was literally like today. I'm going to see I'm just going to take a quick peek inside. Is that timestamps? See when the the information is from. He has to be catching up. There's no way they can produce that much info a week or you know every two weeks or whatever. I think I mean, is this recent? I can't tell. I'm just I'm flick, I'm just skipping and just seeing if I see a date randomly. It's also weird how a community has erupted in the comments section as well of just people revisiting that like this is my third time rewatching through this series. Like I can't stop watching Christian. Yeah, man. This video has 182,000 views just coming out like not even 24 hours ago. 
Verizon. I don't think I'm gonna find. I just I, every I'm flip, flip it, clicking on tweets and stuff, and every one of them is like 40 minutes ago. So I'm like, fuck. Like this one's six minutes ago. Oh wait, wait, wait. Nope, this one just says 13 minutes ago. Yikes. God. Um, I wish it would just say the fucking date. All these screenshots are. But do you really think he's the most day. documented man? I, I think that's. I think it's confirmed. This is the 77th episode of each one being 40 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, but there's people that do. Well, I guess it's it's not this private because we see like camera footage of the inside of his house and all like they tap yeah. his phone calls and like they like this guy has been severely like his privacy does not exist. He has zero privacy. People see him in public and record him just walking down the street. He's a fucking character too. Oh, dude! He, and he changes clothes like a like an anime character in a different season. He went from dressing like a Blues Clues character to now he looks like they called it his trucker phase, where he's wearing shirtless shirts or sleeveless shirts, not shirtless shirts. That would just be sleeves, but he's wearing sleeveless <laughs> shirts with, with a vest on top and sunglasses. And while he's oh God, what a guy! It's like wearing the medallion and stuff like that. Okay, so the, the top comment on the YouTube video says it's it's referencing something that happens that hasn't happened yet, but I know is coming. And so, okay, wow. so, it's, still so it's not it is still not up to date yet. Yeah. Thank God. Oh my God. Been watching this for the next twenty years of my life. Well, I mean, he probably can't do that much in prison. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's in prison right now. I think he bailed out. I don't remember. No, who Chris paid for him? No one knows. No one knows. Oh, so yeah. it's got. It had to have been a troll, dude. Dude, the trolls send them things too. They send them mail. They send them like PlayStation gift cards and stuff. One of them sent him a copy of Half Life Two, maybe or something like that. He's like, "Hey, man, I really liked Half Life. Here's a copy, Christian." And Christian said, "I don't play computer games." Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're not going to play Half-Life whenever one of your fans, air quotes, sent it to you? All right, I'm on sonichu.com. As inhumane as it is, he is like a like a human pet. So weird. <laughs> you actually went to the sonichu.com. Yeah. What is this? The Autism Deferred Disposition. This is legal text. Okay, I'm not reading that. March 2023 interview. Oh, is he hearing is on the 28th of this month Ooh, no that's last news. year no that's last oh. year what the fuck i don't that's know your listeners there's multiple sites covering this there's like at the current time i'm watching there's like a they call it the quickpedia which is like his initials and then pedia which is for him to update but then there's like the encyclopedia dramatica which the trolls are using to track him or like it's where they're like logging information, but then there's also another site I think that the trolls are using to communicate to like post on as they, and that's the one that Chris has th- thought he infiltrated when really he hasn't. Yeah. Oh my god, here's a fucking Google Maps with Chris Chan sightings. Oh no, just fucking Chris Chan people taking pictures of. Oh my god, this is so oh god. incredible. Here, listen, we didn't even mention how he picks up women. Like in in the early saga, he would hold a sign that just was like looking for a girl age uh, eighteen to twenty four, whites only. Like, and he would walk around with that. 
but then lately, <laughs> well, can you find something crazy? Lately, he's been taking a piece of paper and tying it to a rock and then throwing the rock at people. And then ladies will bend down, pick it up, and then you know, look at him and then walk away. I don't know what's on the note. <laughs> There's this fucking picture that looks like fucking found footage of Bigfoot of him <laughs> just walking in the street in the distance. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is literally the exact pose. Oh, it's of a Bigfoot fence. Yeah. <laughs> God, poor guy. He can never. Well, you know, he he can't live a normal life ever. Yeah, here's pictures of him playing Magic the Gathering. Oh, he was spotted most recently spotted in, in Walmart. That is the most recent spotting. What? He was banned from Walmart. It, that was years ago, Philip. Oh, God. It, I still think about the game club thing, too, because he was trying to hook his his Wii up to the, the TV that they had in the, the game and hobby shop or something, and that's what is over. But this, this, this whole thing, they, there are sagas. Like on this on the sonichu.com like wiki, there are sagas, and it's like these are the players, these are the the oh, the, the, the oh the my chapters. god, these are the characters. Yeah, god. these are here characters in this one, and then there are links hyperlinks to each of these characters in the. This is in, this is incredible. The amount of documentation and categorization in this. The post jail saga. That's where. That's where that's, we is are. Is that right current now. saga? Yeah, I'll, I'll wait for the anime to come out. You gotta. Don't look any of this up. Don't spoil yourself. I won't. I've got to tell you, there's so much stuff that has been foreshadowed I did, I, already. I thought he was going to run out because I, I know he tries to change gender at some point. I think. It's, it's so good. Dude, you, dude. you got to fucking understand why, though. Like, it's. Yeah, this it's is incredible. like. I just have, like, loose points of knowledge. You know, I remember back, way back, whenever I was, like, I was still living in Oklahoma. Shadow linked me a weird video of Chris Chan, and he was like, hey, look at this. And I'm like, no one's going to watch this guy. This guy's a weirdo. And he's like, I think Shadow's like, he Everybody's is a weirdo. Everybody's watching. Yeah. Everybody's watching. <laughs> like, people still watch him. Like, why do people like this? Why is the Sonic yellow? And I just ignored him, moved on with my life for, for, forever until now. I can't remember what I've been. I've been, dude. I've just been recording like on Snapchat and just sending videos of like him playing Guitar Hero and stuff. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, no. It's so interesting. Yeah. I wonder how good he is. Like, uh, can you check his scores good. on the leaderboard? You, like, I think he plays on. I think he plays on hard. Like yeah. from what? He, there's not a lot of footage of him actually where you can see the screen, but he's definitely not playing on expert. I would know. <laughs> <laughs> you look at his like hand position. You're like, hmm. There's no way he's actually playing Thunder Horse on, Dude, on expert. It, he brings up Thunder Horse a lot. He loves that song. <laughs> it's a good song. God. What a guy. Dude, Death Clock, I think I brought this up before. Death Clock is on tour with Baby Metal right now. Yeah. You said it's the last ever time Death Clock's going to yeah, go probably. on the tour. Yeah, because it's, it's been a shit show. Listen to, there's this podcast called Wizard and the Bruiser, and they talk about Metalocalypse. They talk about, like, the show and everything, and, and what is it, Brandon Small, and all the stuff behind, behind the scenes. Which, by the way, look, this is really dusty, but this is one of Brandon, this is the guy who made Metalocalypse. This is his actual band. Uh, Galactron got the CD right here. God and Chris, he always tries to call out like by name was like Seth Green or whatever, like the creators of Family Guy about how they're doing Seth it wrong. <laughs> but then he doesn't know anybody behind 
like Sega or Nintendo or anything like that. He talked to Miyamoto himself. Well, yeah, he talked to him, but he didn't. He didn't know anything about him. <laughs> like, no, but I feel that's like the I funny could... thing is that he got an actual, like, legit letter from Nintendo that was like, "You never talk to Miyamoto. Miyamoto doesn't know English." First of all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, that's so good. Uh, I was really hoping. Like, I saw one comment that mentioned, um, like, they should have had an actual meetup because he like supposed to meet Miyamoto somewhere. But they should have just been any Asian guy, and Chris wouldn't have known. Yeah. Like if it was actually Miyamoto. I mean, it was like we've seen so many Switch directs and stuff like that, or Nintendo directs. Like I could point him out of a crowd, but Chris he would not stand a chance. <laughs> oh man, we got to stop talking right. about this. This is hurting me. All right, Nave, what did you buy? I don't know actually. Let me go look. You do the Patreon. Oh no, I don't have the Patreon thing out. I mean, I bought near. Yeah, you did. I don't know why I'm yelling louder. <laughs> you, you can hear me from farther away. All right, so let's thank our patrons. That's Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Hopple, Michael Superbacker, and the Intergalactic Pinecone. We couldn't do without you, boys. Uh, give us five stars and nice ratings. Uh, Nate, nice did you finish that edit yet? On what? Did you finish that in the Patreon episode? No. Oh, my God. Even just watching Chris Chan. Yeah. Does Chris Chan yeah. tell you nothing? Yeah, I need to. I need to get off my get off my ass and start like doing something. Maybe I should clean my room. Just too good. Yeah. Maybe I should stop <laughs> groping women without their consent. Oh, no. God, there's so many points where they bring that up too about him just assaulting people in public. Stop it, Chris. Just don't stop it. Yeah, I feel I feel really bad for the people like that actually have to deal with them in real life. Oh, God. Are, we, are, we, all, on are we all a little bit of Christian? No, nothing's going on on Twitter. Twitter seems to be functioning a little bit again, but I don't know if anyone would have would know what this game was. So, I, I, maybe I feel like Rusty Lake. Like we'll, we'll get into it when we get there. Let's go ahead and take a quick little break. Easy place. Boom, 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 and we're back. All right, but our game of the week, The Pass Within, developed by Rusty Lake and published. Now this released back in November of 2022, but I think it just came to consoles. Specifically, the, the Switch. I know it just came out this month of July 2023. So it's hot off the presses. Also, is this our first Switch game? No, because we played Pokemon oh. Unite. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But we played that on our phones mostly. Did did we? I thought I played it on the Switch. I played it on my phone. You probably played it on the Switch because you didn't slice up your finger. But my phone is better at games than my Switch is. Yeah, isn't that sad? <laughs> My fucking rules, dude. All right, so the Pass Within is the new co-op experience from Rusty Lake. Play together with someone you deem trustworthy, one in the past, the other in the future. Observe and communicate what you see around you. Solve the puzzles and uncover Albert Vanderboom's planned $6 Steam Store. Now, this is kind of a puzzle mystery game, so right up at the top, spoilers ahead. We're going to do a spoil-free review real quick. What? You want to do a spoil, like spoil-free review like we did before back on that other game? We did that for like four weeks, and then we just gave up on that. Yeah. It was nice. The game is neat. <laughs> I recommend it. It is cheap and neat and, and quick. I agree. All right. Time for spoils. So it took us around two hours to play, probably less, because we did not do a second playthrough or anything. Now, I was complaining about Diablo back 
in the Diablo episode about always requiring online. Nay, this game requires zero online play. Can you believe it? Yeah. How did we call it? A co-op that, game? Though? Oh my god. Like, we were each playing our own devices. Also, we should say at the top, we received early review copies of this game. We did not pay for it. So, Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure they. Clear. I'm sure they really appreciate the 40 minutes of Chris Chan talk we had right before we started actually reviewing their game. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no online required to play. Literally, it's just like there's two questions in the beginning. I think it's like uh, choose butterfly or bee, and then choose the alternate location to the other person, either past or future. Yeah, just sync your games up. Not sync them up like physically, like actually, but to just like. So you're both on the same storyline and the puzzles make sense, I suppose. Yeah, which, by the way, the sync was insanely clever and well done. Like, there were moments where we seemed to just be doing things at the same time. Yeah. Or it would just happen. Like, I, like there was, like, sync moments where we're supposed to hold something together for 10 seconds or something like that, which I feel like we missed every time. But even then, we yeah. were still synced up on events. So this is a puzzle game, much in the vein of like an escape the room type thing, where it's not necessarily puzzles, as mostly it's just like finding what order to do things in. I'm looking in the in the notes, and <laughs> you're you misspelled chapter both times. I was I was typing on my phone chap-ear, while chap-ear we were playing, and then chapert too. While we were playing. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, like Google does not, Google Sheets doesn't seem to play very well with autocorrect from iPhone. I don't know why. But yes, there's many misspellings. <laughs> All right. So, chapter one, Nate went to the past, I went to the future, and they just drop you, and you're not even really sure what you're doing. But very quickly on, we start discovering things are kind of spooky. You, had a, you were in a spooky room, right, Nave? Yeah. I don't know. There's like a mirror. There's like a five sided room. It was very strange because like I, mm. I could I could look to the side like five. five. So I was in like a 2D game and Philip, you were in a 3D game on chapter yeah, two. Or, or I chapter was in one, a right? 3D game looking at a cube that is just yeah. covered in like it's like those little action wall things for toddlers where it's like, oh, look, they can repeatedly do a zipper or something like that. Like there's yeah, little. Like a, what Tinker it, like toys on each side. Toy, yeah, yeah, it's like a it's just fidget spinners all over this thing. Only a lot of them were like locked or broken or and needed to be fixed. And we had to communicate to like activate it. And the premise was you were in the past, I was in the future, and you were inside the cube that I was outside of. Yeah. Which this, this made it really kind of trippy and very interesting. Because as I changed things on the cube and you solved your puzzles inside things would change for you inside there. And eventually I got a viewport where I could look in and see your room. And I was wearing a spooky mask. Yeah. I was like, Oh, that's creepy. That gave me chills. I was wearing like the mask of truth. Yeah. yeah. And it got creepier. This game actually has a very good horror vibe to it because eventually we discovered it's about reanimating your father in the future. Yes. But he's dead in the past. So it's got, it's very strange but you're doing like I, I didn't understand the in lore, but it definitely had a good creep factor, even without me understanding what we were doing exactly. Yeah, and you like get to cut off his ear and stuff. Were you doing that? Because I, I didn't yeah. witness that part. I, I would look in and I would see the uh, the homunculus creature crawling around the room with you. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't leave me alone. What was that? It was my dad. 
He was pissed. Was it the body or like a soul thing? Or was the body still there? I I don't know. Because like it was, they would like crawl around the room and I couldn't interact. I don't think I could interact with the casket anymore. So I couldn't look in and see if he was still in there. But it came out of the casket. After we put the cube on the, on the box. Yes, the cube in the box. Yeah, there was a real like Russian nesting doll thing going on where like you were looking in to see me in the box. And then afterwards I would look into the box and see you. And I'm like, okay, huh? Yeah, that when we switched to chapter two, I, I guess I was in the box at that point because my box was destroyed. Yeah, so, and and it, and I was in the outside perspective, and that was when we learned that we are both this, playing the same person. Yeah, because I could look in and see the, you, the daughter. Because you, when you were playing, you could you didn't you weren't able to look at yourself, but I always had a mirror, and so I knew what I looked like. And then yeah. I got a mirror in the second part. Yeah, so it basically we got to play each part, I guess, it seems like. So before we get more into the chapter two, which really kind of kicks things off kicks things off for me, in in puzzle games, we've played uh, quite a few of them at this point. We played uh, kind of more, I don't know, like direct puzzle games, like Operation Tango, uh, which usually has some action mixed in. This one didn't really have a lot of action. It was closer to uh, when we were there or where, where we were. Well, we were, we were where, where? Yeah, we were here. <laughs> that one. But that one used a lot more spatial movement in like navigating a 3D environment. This one, it mostly consists of just doing things in order and communicating. I don't know, like this game just seemed to have real puzzle puzzles in it. It was mostly just communication. Yeah, so it was, yeah, just relaying information. I think it's mo- a lot of it is just your ability to like figure out what you need to do next also. Like what you just try everything till it works or just recognize what you need to do. Yeah. You know? It's really just like look around the room and see and tell your friend what you see. And then your friend goes, Oh, I have a thing with a with a dog on it. Hold on. Yeah. Tell me more about this dog. You're like, Well, the dog has three rings on its tail. Three rings? Are you kidding me? And then they're like, Yes, three rings. Now, I think about the puzzle that stumped us the hardest on old when we were here, like the light beam grid puzzle. Yeah. Like we we didn't have any of those. The hardest puzzle that stomped us here was like Nave just didn't look at something that fell on the ground or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't notice something happened because I was too busy fucking jamming out the music. Uh, but besides that, this game really wasn't a puzzly hard game. Like Chris Chan could beat this game. Is what I'm saying. If he had somebody to play it with. Oof. Maybe uh maybe his mom or dad to play with him. Chapter two. Uh, I'm outside or inside the cube now and I have a big resurrection tube that we're going to grow dad in. And so you have to basically communicate how to get the bone, the blood and the flesh to me inside the cube. And it's weird because the way the spatial setting is raised up at one point, you lower down the ear to me. And in my screen, it is a giant ear on a meat hook hanging from the ceiling which I assume it was not that big when you lowered it down. Yeah, it was a tiny little thing. Yeah. It was ear it was ear sized. <laughs> I also had like everything like since I was so small and I was in the cube or whatever, like everything you gave me was giant, which I thought was quite quite interesting. This game is very stylish. Even though like you talked about the screenshots make it look like a mobile game. Yeah. I I immediately was like, "Oh, okay. This is and then Philip was like, "Well, that jokes on you because it is a mobile game." And I was like, "Okay, well, it that is. just means my yeah. intuition is good." <laughs> yeah, let's see. Uh notes we put down, we had the resurrection tube. Uh at one point 
you were we were relaying information to each other. We're pretty good at this at this point. Uh, what game was it that had? No, I keep saying back when, to when we were here, where it was like you need to go forward, but not before going left two times yeah. or something like that. Where at one <laughs> point there right was, <laughs> at one point I'm, mi- I'm mixing chemicals to grow the flesh, and I'm like, all right, uh, you, I got coffee, water, and acid, and you're like, all right, yeah, it's like cold water, hot acid, and cold coffee, and I'm like, in that order, and you're like, in that order. <laughs> At the yeah. end, to make sure I knew, and I'm like, yeah, okay, good. And then Dude, my I flesh was like, would... oh, just about to drink whiskey. Like I, I had the whiskey glass to my lips in that order. And yeah. then I started drinking again. because I didn't know there was an order until you uh, clarified. Uh, also, at that point, I I got to say the statement, or no, I was looking at my flesh, and you asked me, "Is your flesh rectangular or something like that?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I have multiple fleshes. And I'm like, yes, my flesh is rectangular. <laughs> you get to say a lot of fun phrases. And it's funny because I was playing this in my in-laws' living room with everyone still watching like cops at the same time. And I'm just <laughs> yeah. over there like, my flesh is rectangular. It's a rectangular name. They're like, do you – I'm looking through the lens. Do you – is the microwave on or off? Like just like stupid <laughs> sayings that I'm, I'm asking no one. You didn't have that problem because it's just your dog. <laughs> Yeah, just me and my my dog is always hearing me talk to nobody too. So it's very she's very used to it. Oh god! After that point, you start getting messed with by a butterfly, which eventually you you send the butterfly down to me, and of course it's giant when it comes down, and I watch it murder and eat a mouse in front of me. There's what? some like yeah, there's some scary imagery in this game. Oh, yeah, like the homunculus in chapter one when you're in the past is like fucking with you nonstop. He's doing it in the in the chapter two as well, but like he's off in the background. Like you can just kind of ignore him as you're like looking around in 3D space. Like occasionally you'll see him just chilling somewhere and I'm like, fuck you. He's like literally (laughs) he looks like Slenderman if Slenderman was only black, but he had like white eyes, which is the opposite because you had to put on in the in the past in chapter one. I had to put on a mask that was white with black eyes. Ooh. It's like the opposite. Mm. I actually ended up getting three separate masks whenever I was able to move around. And once we animated dad, I didn't wear the mask, but I put them on him. And he was like a zombie, by the way. Like, only he was like a, I'd say closer to like a Cthulhu type zombie where he could talk and everything. But he just kind of stood there and he's completely pale and half of his face was sloughed off. But he yeah. would just walk around and he would talk to me. And I'd be like, here, here, put this on. And I put a mask on him, and then it would change the environment. What happened at the end? Because I was starting to get drunk by the end of this game. So the end was when we ended up breaking the cubes, I think. Because we need, no, we gave him the cube. I had to give him the cube uh, in the future. And then while he held the cube, we got sucked into it, and it would take us to the lake. Where our past like, and future selves met. And then we came together and our veins grew into a giant blood tree or something like that after we high-fived. Oh, yeah. Actually, I remember the suit, the tree. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like that. Like, Very metaf- metaphorical. What do you think? It, what does it mean? What does it say about it society? Mean? I don't know. I don't know what it means. I really enjoyed that bit, though. Did he eat us? Is that what it's saying? Like, did we die? I don't know. And did we so succeed? Was this live. really him that we brought? 
like back to life from the future or something. Like, I don't know. The thing is, is I don't understand the lore. I barely kept up with the story because we learn a little bit about this guy's life. And it's definitely like a, a spooky experience. I liked it so far. Like there's not much to say because it is just quick little order of operations puzzles. At the same time, you're seeing kind of like spooky visuals and talking to your friend for an hour and a half. So I don't think we really need to drag this out too long. But I did grab a bunch of Steam reviews if you want to read some of them. And of course, funny enough, a lot of them are co-op reviews where people so commented like, together. Each other. Yeah. Yeah. You want to read this first one? Commenting together. This one says yeah. it's from Sir Junkin. It says average. It's a it's a recommend average tech support with friends. Winky yeah. face. That comes up a lot where it's just like, hey, what are you looking at? I don't know. It's like a device with, with the plugs. Plugs and you know, I'm back there and I'm like, how many plugs are we talking? And so you're just like on the phone trying to tell someone how to set up their router. Yeah. Or like where the, where the bolt goes in the chair and the Ikea furniture. Oh God. All right. So this next one was also a recommend and it just says help dad's crawling on the walls again, because I, I got creeped out by this game. Maybe it's because of how how short and sweet it was. I love a good horror title. I got chills from this. It's not like I'm gonna like stop playing or scream or anything, but just like seeing the visuals of Nave working away and just this black creature, this gorilla-like monster just crawling <laughs> around the room. Very, very spooky. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's also like just the juxtaposition of like the kind of weird victorian era like stuff and then suddenly seeing that black creature in there and like okay well that's not supposed to be there obviously there's also a lot of like like when you look in the mirror it fills with blood and stuff i'm like ooh, oh yeah like i put on a mask that's made from a deer skull onto dad and blood starts running down the walls of the ceiling and i have to read a code that it like stains in the chalk and the chalkboard to you and like well nave i got another code for you <laughs> which also by this way this game has touch controls on the switch which is convenient but there's also like whenever i was in the 3d portion i ended up because you can still use the buttons and joysticks to do like whatever and so i actually was holding my switch in my left hand like it was like it was a, a pizza I pie I don't know. I was holding it in my hand where my thumb could touch the screen. And then I was using my right hand on the stick on the analog stick to move it. So I was holding the switch in a very unconventional way to play this game, like comfortably and like streamlined. Not that that's a bad thing. I just thought it was interesting that I like, I, it reminds me of the Nintendo 64, how like every game had you holding the game pad, like differently. Yeah. I used a little bit of the touch controls in the 3d environment, but Besides that, it was very niche on if I actually needed it. Like, for some reason, anytime I needed to rotate something, the touch controls were great. Or if I needed to, um, what was it like? At one point, you're punching in numbers on a keypad, and it's easier to actually punch the numbers in with touch controls than it is to use the on-screen Destiny mouse. The the mouse is so slow. So I don't know how you use that. Like, I was just constantly like, touch, uh, use the drawer, boop, put the key in, boop, grab the candle, do the thing. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, you want his next review? Yeah. All these spoiler alert, all these reviews are recommends, so we can write that out. <laughs> we can stop saying that. Uh Coffin Dodd something something. Because his name is too long. And also, what is that? A capybara in his picture? Looks like it. A capybara looking to the left. Uh he said, Watch my friend get traumatized for life. Smiley face. And this one's linked to his co-op partner. 
who uh, has a picture of a wolf looking to the left named Potatoes Labs, and he says, got traumatized for life. Is it Potatoes Labs, Labs of Potatoes, or is it Potatoes Labs? Labs, Like a slab of potato. It's got to be. Yeah, I mean, there's some spooky elements. Uh, The first time I look through the viewport and I just see you standing there, staring at me with a mask on, (laughs) it was like, oh, this is this kind of game, huh? Oh, and it's cool because there's like a little view hole in the 2D area too when you're in the box. And you look when you look into it, you just see an eyeball looking back at you. Oh, God. And I'm just like, oh, it's you. I'm done it's with me, that. giant eyeball. All right, this next one is from Ocho. Uh, and it says, well, actually, we'll, we'll reverse the order. This one's from K-Dog. And it says, a great way to spend $6 or $12 if you got a cheap-ass friend. And then Ocho says, I am the cheap-ass friend. And his review says, receive product for free. <laughs> so those are all the Steam reviews. I think we've pretty much covered all the meat points. Yeah, I mean, it's just a puzzle game. Yeah, you puzzle. Right. I think the most interesting thing about it, about the game is that it doesn't have online or anything. So it's not like Operation Tango where you're where you're actually manipulating the game with each other, like to, to and from each other. Like, it, it is literally just... The, the the co-op nature is just relaying the information, like codes or like switch positions and stuff like that. So it's like, why yep. work harder and make an online game if you don't need to? You can work smarter and just do this thing. They definitely work very smart. Some of the sync ups are so clever. They did really well on it. Yeah, there were some things that, that like like there were I was like trying to fuck with everything while Philip was like getting his bearings on what we should do next. And like like there were paintings that you had to like pull the painting off and there's a code behind that I definitely tried to fuck with before. I would p- click on the painting and then click all over it to see if there was something and it wouldn't allow me to do it. So there are like some pretty sneaky hidden triggers in the game that like make sure that we're all together at the in the same spot and stuff like that because if you if you make a game like this where you have to relate information to each other and there are spots where it's easy to get out of sync that really just ruins the experience yeah they probably place us the crap out of this i would love to see the little flow chart that they have of uh if them if this then that there were a couple things we were able to brute force though for some reason, a lot of the complex things did not go more than three steps deep as far as like combinations, which I don't I don't remember the factor or whatever. It's like every time you add one digit to a password or something like that, it becomes a thousand times per spot more difficult to crack. There are multiple points where it's like, OK, I just need three, three numbers and the numbers do not repeat or like the uh, the red, black and white, you know, uh, hourglass thing or clock thing. Oh my and god! Have you times played... we just brute force that. Sorry, have you so, played the password game? No, it was like how how strong is your password? No, what? dude. Here, we're in a real time. Play the password game for a little bit. Oh, is it how long it takes a password to be cracked? No. All right, all right just talk I, through it while you're playing it. All right, so I'm I'm coming up with a password. So I wanted to come up with a, a you know a good word that I think no one's going to use. So I'm going to use dirigible. And at first, it it says that my password must be at least five characters, which it was. So good. Okay, now it needs a number. So let's just go for number one. Oh, it needs a special character too, so exclamation point. The digits must add up to 25? What? Okay. So let's add until our digits get up to 25. Oh, God, quick math. Wait, do the digits need to be separate or does it matter? <laughs> oh, God, I'm not doing this anymore. I assume maybe it just keeps spiraling until eventually. Oh, Where God. Are you at? What role are you on? It's still the 25 one. 
just say five a bunch of times. Five, five times. I guess that works. It must include a month of the year. It must include a sponsor. Let's see. <laughs> the Roman numerals in your password should multiply to 35. <laughs> hey, let's okay. got some Roman numerals. Do the Roman numerals have to be uppercase or lowercase? Uppercase. There's no lowercase Roman numerals. By the way, everyone just Google the password game. It's probably going to be the first thing that pops up. And then you can play at home. Tell us how many rules you got through before you gave up. All right, I guess I don't know how to write Roman numerals because uh, unless one of my other things. No, I have other V's in here. Wait, does yeah, it I'm not usually highlights. It usually highlights. Okay, I'm not doing this anymore. Let's take a quick break and then we can hit our final words. Music plays. Boom, 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 boom. And we're back. The Pass Within. A short and sweet spooky co-op puzzle game. Now, I'm going to highlight that we did get this for free. So we can be bought. I'm very, I'm, I can be bought easily. But this is going to be a recommend for me. It is $6 full price. And on Steam, it's currently half off. So imagine spending $6 to buy one, like two copies of this game and send this to another person for two hours of maybe not fun, but like an interesting experience. This is probably better than most, I don't know, chunks of TV shows or movies you're going to watch on average. So this is going to be a recommend for me, if especially if you like this type of game. My only complaint is that the puzzles aren't puzzly. There's no tube puzzle of connecting different sized pipes so they link up together, which you can't do because we're not online. The co-op aspect basically just comes down to communication. And me and Ava have been communicating for years. We're usually pretty good about it in games. So we didn't really struggle with this game at all. And I, I want a little bit of a competition or struggle in my games. So this is a recommend, but know that you're in for probably just a, a chill time of chatting about collecting flesh and if it's rectangular or not. Any final words? I'm playing the password game. Uh, oh, the, uh, the game is pretty interesting, yeah. Uh, everything you said, I feel like most of my final words are looped back around to what I was saying at the right before the break, which is, it's an interest. It's an interesting idea to have a co-op game where you don't really. It reminds me of a don't. Like was it don't stop talking or everyone explodes, everyone explodes or something like yeah. that. It's, it's games like that, like kind of like a, a weird party game experience. I, I mean, I do recommend it, and it's very cheap. So it's so cheap. Yeah, you can Weirdly play on the phone cheap, and switch. You can play multiple systems too. Like if someone has it on their phone, or if you have it on your switch, you know, like it doesn't matter. As long as you guys pick the same animal at the beginning, which we all there apparently is variations in it. The, the bee and the butterfly. So there'll be slightly different puzzles. They probably just randomize the numbers again on the other playthroughs. But it makes you wonder if there's anything more to it in the, the A to B playthrough. All right. And with that, Nave, what are we playing next week? I don't know. Yeah, me either. I won't be back in town till I think, either Wednesday or Thursday. Here. Clay, can you solve this Wordle puzzle for me? Because I'm having trouble. Because What'd rule 11 in the password game is that it, the password must include today's Wordle answer. What? Yeah. The game updates all the time. It's so... Password game is really good, everybody. Go play it. It's it's wait, literally a browser game. How do you... Wait, what is this? Wait, is it working? I just have, what, like, what, a keyboard. And there's yeah, a bunch of squares. Yeah, type, make a five-letter word. I know it has R, T, and N in it, but I don't know where they go. All right, I got a, a yellow E for the last letter. Does that mean that it's an E? Yeah, it means that that E is in it, but it's in the wrong place. Okay. So it needs to be green. Okay, I found it. It's enter. You found it? Yeah, it's my second guess. Oh, my God. 
That was your second guess? Yeah, it had an E in it. It was just in the wrong place. I'm like, what word's got E's in it? Enter. It's the only one I know. Your password must include a two-letter symbol from the periodic table. All right. Password must include a current phase of the moon as... It must include the current phase of the moon as an emoji. How do I make emojis? (laughs) Moon emojis. What is the phase of the moon right now? I'm final look. Her moon phase emoji is the first thing that comes up. (laughs) Waning Gibbous. Can you put that in the chat? (laughs) Because I'm having a fucking problem. Right. Waning Gibbous. I should be able to copy-paste it, right? Yeah, there it is. Oh, no. Your password must include the name of this country, and it's making me play GeoGuessr. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Wait, no. This is... Yeah, what's the country look like? You got any stop signs? Or I, I, like... it's, I see Splitska Banka. Type that Splitska into Banka. Google. Like, see what that says. Oh, Milnar. There's stores everywhere. I'm on a street. There's a pier. All right, Splitska Banka is a Croatian banking company. Croatia. Oh, your password must include the best move in in algebraic chess notation, and it's a chess board. I have to pick the best move. The best move. Uh, Oh, no. F7 and G4 are invalid moves. What? I have. Oh, no, that's part of the CAPTCHA. Uh, I can just put spaces in between them. Oh, no, wait. Okay, anyways, what are we doing? All right, we need to wrap this up. Thanks for joining us this week, co-partners. Maybe next time we can all write passwords together. Bye. I was going to say something horrible about Chris Chan, but never mind. I thought that was a weird episode.